Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to a very, very special live edition of Buckeyes tomorrow morning for Wednesday, August 30th. My, I'm your host, Tom Moore. The Indiana game in three days. The game against Michigan in 87 days. Tony Gerderman joins me here live at the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. And Tony, it's the news we've all been waiting for. Ryan Day, his name, his starting kicker. We were there. There we go. We were right there. Right there together, yes. Uh, Ryan Day, his name, his starting kicker. Jaden Fielding will be kicking for the Buckeyes. Tony, I don't think that's actually the news. That uh, It is not the news that I put in the headline for this. It is probably also not the news that people are most interested in specifically. But you got to get the clickbait out there about the kicker. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, kickbait. How about that? I'm workshopping it. All right, let's enough, enough, enough. Let's talk quarterback. Uh, it did not take long for the news <laughs> to come out. Uh, Dave Biddle, our buddy from Bucknuts, uh, traditionally asked the first question, and he got out uh, something like, Ryan, are you ready to? And Ryan Day just said, yes, Dave. And the room just erupted in laughter. Everyone knew what the question was. Everyone, well, we kind of knew what the answer was going to be. If you go back and listen to some of our recent shows, Kyle McCord going to be starting for Ohio State on Saturday, but he will probably not be the only quarterback you see on Saturday for Ohio State. Yeah, the plan is to play Devin Brown. Um, Ryan Day said that they'll figure out this week based on kind of how practices go, when, how to do that. But I think the key is that you know he, he did, did also say both players will be, will be um, given an opportunity in terms of like we're not going to bench you for an incompletion, so don't worry about that. So I think Kyle McCord is, you know, I think he's going to have a quite a long time, a, a good amount of time to play against Indiana, and will will Devin Brown's time come in the second half? Will it come if if things are going really well and Ohio State's up twenty nothing in the second quarter? You know, mm-hmm. I think time and cir- circumstance will dictate what happens. But the plan is to play too, mm-hmm. and really, as Ryan Day has said all camp long. That's the only way you know how guys are, you know, how good the guys are is by seeing them play in the games. Well, time and change will surely show who that quarterback is and when. But what was interesting was Ryan Day talked about <laughs> cameras over there. Ryan Day talked about the fact that this is a little bit unprecedented for him, that this is this is not the way he typically has done business. It's kind of probably not the way he typically would choose to do business, I think, if you you know, if it was really like a super, super clear um you know, this guy is absolutely 100 percent a million miles ahead of the other guy. This is a little bit new and different. And this feels like one of those things where if it's 28 nothing in the second quarter, it's probably, you know, everything's everything is hunky dory and everyone's happy. 
you know, if Ohio State goes three and out twice in the first quarter, you know, I, I know Twitter isn't real life, but it feels like, you know, it's probably the, the way this looks on Saturday could go one of two very different ways. Yeah. And that's part of the whole like, emotional aspect of Ryan Day telling the guys, you will have opportunity to make mistakes. He knows it's not going to go perfectly. But once you're out there and dealing with it, you still have to go win a game. And so that's going to be the interesting aspect to watch is to see the the adversity, any kind of struggle that goes on. But, again, you've got two guys that can do it. And Ryan Day even said Devin Brown agreed that Kyle McCord won the job in a fair fight. So you've got to give the guy who won it at this point. The, the gap is sizable enough that he's going to get the nod. You've got to give him an opportunity to show on the field what you've seen in practice. And that may mean, uh, you know, first games are traditionally slow starts, you know, yeah. so you've got to get through that and find a rhythm. And as a guy who takes notes during all of this, and I hate spelling rhythm, rhythm was mentioned a lot today, mm-hmm. and it really, really slowed me down. And, you know, consistency, too, was another thing mm-hmm. that Brian Day talked about. And when you're out of rhythm, consistency can sort of, you can be inconsistent. That's kind of what that looks like. So, yeah, that that's going to be really interesting to track. And you know, and then, okay, does this look like a situational thing where Devin Brown comes in? Is Do they pick, you know, hey, you're going to you're going to be the second half quarterback or is this, you know, hey, just like the way Tony Alford does it. Tony Alford generally does his running back rotation basically by vibes. It's just, you know, here, here's who's going to be the next guy. And at least that's the way he's described it to us in the past. So it'll be interesting to see how they how they sort of mesh that all together. Uh, other position groups we do need to talk about. Let's let's do the other the other yeah. big, I think, you know, this is, again, not probably a big shock if you've heard Tony and I talk about who we're expecting to see start, but the offensive line, we, we got the offensive line, I think, that we were expecting to have for, for week one. Yeah, and that's Josh Simmons at left tackle, Josh Fryer at right tackle. Of course, the guards, Donovan Jackson and Matt Jones, left and right. And then confirmed, Carson Hinsman is the starter at center. Victor Cutler is there. You know, he, he continues to mention him, but it's always been from day one back in the spring, it has been Carson Hinsman. And so that's why we've been saying that over and over. And through fall camp, every time we saw him, he's with the ones and he will stay with the ones. And sure, there are concerns, but if you're going to be starting a first year guy, a redshirt freshman at center, when you have Donovan Jackson and Matt Jones on either side of him, mm-hmm. that's about as good of position as you could have that redshirt freshman be in yeah those those are guys who they're big strong veteran guys who you're not going to show you know matt jones is not going to see anything new matt jones has seen it all since he's been at ohio state so he has a you know a new tackle to his right and a new center to his left and for donovan jackson it's just the other direction but those are guys who you know hey there's someone coming up you know, coming up the A-gap, get a slide inside and help with that. Hey, there's someone coming outside. Okay, mm-hmm. get a slide out and help with that. Having those veteran pieces sort of in the middle to kind of be the be the glue that holds the new guys together, that's probably not a bad thing. Speaking of new guys, uh, he talked about a bunch of different true freshmen. He was asked about true freshmen who might get to uh, play. Uh, boy, I noticed a, an incredible uh, overlap with Alex Gleitman's reporting on uh, BuckeyeHuddle.com <laughs> from a few weeks ago about the true freshmen who were looking good during fall camp. It was like, oh, how about that? What what, an, what a coincidence that is. Uh, Carnell Tate, was, uh, he, he is in that conversation uh, on the offensive side of the ball. <laughs> Obviously, first guy to lose his black stripe this year, but... You know, this is a wide receiver unit where 
what did he say, five or six guys who they are kind of feeling pretty good mm-hmm. about. It sounds like Carnell Tate is one of those. This, you know, that is very early for a guy to be in that kind of a position. Yeah, the five or six guys has me wondering who is five and who is six because we know the four. It's mm-hmm. the three starters and Xavier Johnson. Mm-hmm. So five and six is Jaden Ballard and Carnell Tate, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. But who is five, mm-hmm. who is six? Because it was definitely five. And then it was like, well, maybe you know, like mm-hmm. five or six. So I wonder what order that is in, but I fully expect we will see him. I'm, I wonder if you see him in the first half, Will you be like, okay, they're serious? Yeah, I, I'm expecting to see yeah. him in the okay. first half. I mean, the way the way they rotate wide receivers, you're going to have a guy run a. Well, that's yeah, you know, yeah. you're going to have a guy run a. I don't necessarily think he's getting a whole drive in the mm. first half. That would be uh, that would be a wow yes. to me. You know, some sometimes a guy is going to run mm. 50 yards downfield, and then they're going to take him off the, the off the field for a snap or two, and you bring in another guy. To be a true freshman who's just the guy who's going in after the guy runs down the field, that's significant enough. If he's in there for significant reps, boy, that's uh, that, that's really something. Uh, I don't know what the way the shot was framed up. Uh, when we started, uh, there were a couple wide receivers uh, back behind us. Uh, Marvin Harrison, uh, shockingly. Yeah. Out here with the uh, out here with the machine uh, shooting shooting footballs, uh, cramming for his final exam. Probably hasn't done that much all season, all summer. Uh, Got to yeah. get him in before the game yeah. so I'm ready. Yeah. Uh, speaking of people who are probably in that top five or six for the wide receivers, uh, Marvin Harrison probably probably going to see him out there on uh, on Saturday. The running back room. <laughs> it's always interesting when you hear Ryan Day talk about a position group because sometimes. The order, you know, he'll talk about guys in a certain way, but sometimes it's just the order he says, you know, you can see him mentally going down the Mm -hmm. depth chart. And it feels like we had a pretty clear indication where guys are. They have got five talented returning players in that room. I feel like we have a much better sense now. This really is where guys are. Yeah, and we've been saying for a while, Travion Henderson being the number one, that was the case as well as said, the adjectives he uses, like uh, Travion was uh, like a great camp or outstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, Mayan Williams was very good. You know, mm-hmm. it was like mm-hmm. it was a notch yeah. below. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, obviously Mayan Williams was the second running back mentioned. Chip Training was the third. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, and, you know, Dallin will get in there and, you know, we'll see if we can we can get Evan Pryor in there. But it sure seemed to me and to you as well, mm-hmm. there's a top three. There's a pecking order there. And it was boom, boom, boom. And Dallin Hayden. Yeah. And there was there was. It was said in a way that, you know, they don't release a depth chart, but I think verbally he mm-hmm. released a depth chart and there was not an or between yeah. any of those names. Yeah. It was one, two, three, four, five, just the way he said it. And maybe we're reading too much into it, but that's sort but, of what it has seemed like it has been mm-hmm. the way everyone's talked about it this fall. So it feels like there's probably that again, probably not a coincidence. Yeah. And that's how we saw it during practice. It would be Chip Trainum repping ahead of Dallin Aiden. And of course, it's there's a separation between Mayan and anybody below him. And there's a tiny separation between Travion and Mayan. So it's like it fit exactly what we had seen during camp and everything we had heard. And you, you can't, you can't get anybody to say anything bad about Travion Henderson right now, or not even critical. Uh, it's, and not that everything is you know, pie in the sky or whatever, but everybody's really, really happy including Travion himself with how mm-hmm. camp has gone and how he's looking. Yeah. I think he coming off of last year was not happy with how that year ended and not happy with how that back half of the year really went for him. Just dealing with all those injuries. 
it feels very man on a mission. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is potentially a contract year for him and a chance to really get back to the trajectory. It was the freshman year was so good. And then it was, it was unquestionably a step back last year. And the injuries are the very obvious why there, but you know, you have one more opportunity to potentially put together, you know, get yourself back on the trajectory. It looked like you were on in 2021 and it seems like he's doing all of the things that would put him back on that trajectory. Uh, a couple other true freshmen, we mentioned Carnell Tate as guys who were potentially going to be in the mix uh, coming up this weekend. Arvell Reese on special teams, Malik Hartford in the secondary. And there's another Alex Kleitman name for you. How about that? Uh, and Luke Montgomery on the offensive line. And we, we keep hearing Luke Montgomery's name. And I have kind of been going, yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, like, he's looking good. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, I get it. But you're not, I mean, you're not like, when you say when you say you know yeah he's you keep saying his name when you talk about right tackle but you don't really mean yeah. this year right you mean like for the future it sure sounds like Luke Montgomery is gonna play you know he's not starting Josh Farr is starting right tackle but it sure as heck sounds like Luke Montgomery is gonna play meaningful snaps you know not not first quarter snaps mm-hmm. but snaps when it's not 63 to two in the fourth quarter yeah I'm very interested to see how that works out and as Ryan Day was going through these freshmen. He didn't mention Luke Montgomery at first, and somebody's like, "Well," and, and Luke Montgomery's like, "Oh yeah, Luke's playing." Like, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. Like, like at this point, I don't even need to talk about him anymore mm-hmm. because just assume that I am mentioning him, even when I'm not using my words to mention him. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, and we have two more true freshmen to talk about, but we're going to get back to that in a minute because we have a super chat. Brian Legere, does Trevion Anderson still fall over from a gust of wind? Michigan fan. Yes, yes. Uh, yes, uh, I'm going to I'm going to guess that Travion Henderson ends up with a substantially better uh, rushing yardage total, yards per carry total, touchdown total than a year ago, mm. just because he's going to be healthy. I mean, he, he has been a very, very effective running back for Ohio State in the past. I'm going to guess that that will return again this year. Yeah, I bet he could stay stay upright and even in a northwestern type of wind this year. Um, other, So let's talk about a couple of other true freshmen. Arvell Reese on special teams expected to play on Saturday. That's intriguing because he came in this summer yeah. and he's someone who, you know, was listed as a linebacker. They've had him working at defensive end a little bit. If you're playing on special teams, that's you're probably covering kickoffs or you're, you know, blocking for kickoffs or something. I mean, that's that is you don't typically see defensive ends yeah. in a special teams role like that. So that's, you know, that's really intriguing to me just athletically. What is he doing? Because you typically on, on, you know, punt coverage, it's a lot of linebackers and uh, safeties and you don't typically see defensive ends and they've had, him. you know, we'll, we'll see where he actually ends up. But for someone who's already viewed as maybe a bigger player than a linebacker, that was like, a, oh, that's that's pretty interesting. It was interesting listening to, I think, Jim Knowles talking about why they moved him. And it's just because he's. He just attacks and he goes and he's he's you know all effort and he's violent and it's almost like we need to get him away from the linebackers. 
and let's just let's just get him with the defensive ends. Let him go get the quarterback. He's he's you know, and it's it's one of those things where just go do this thing. Don't worry about reading and this or that or you know, linebacker is just too much right now, and he's excelling just doing the thing. Mm-hmm. So they're going to go let him do the thing. But first, see what he does on special teams. And if he's running down on kickoffs, I have no idea if he is. I mean, there are so many collisions on kickoff that have nothing to do with the returner. If, if you see number 20 out there, mm-hmm. just watch and see if there are any of those collisions. All right. Last true freshman that was mentioned. And this is a guy who, again, this was another name that Alex Kleitman mentioned weeks ago as a guy who had really been a standout in camp. That's Malik Hartford. He is a safety. He is a. He was in this spring, so this is not you know a complete out of nowhere summer arrival like Arvell Reese, but he is someone who you've kind of heard good things about a little bit, and it sounds like he's not just in the mix to maybe play a little bit in the fourth quarter. He sounds like he's another guy who's in that mix to play like real meaningful snaps at some point. And uh, do you think it's because he helped? Ryan Day win a bet. <laughs> yeah. He came into uh, spring or winter, I believe, mm-hmm. at 169, thereabouts, 169 pounds. And Ryan Day made a bet with Jim Knowles that Hartford would be over one at 190 by the time fall camp rolled around. And Knowles was like, I'll take that bet. And he came in at what, 192. Mm-hmm. And so Day won that one. And this is just a guy who is every step of the way. Day said, you see him on film, yeah. You see this violent. He's he's active, he's a big hitter. But then you get him here, and you realize everything else that he can do. Just the seriousness, the studiousness, the understanding, the instincts, all of that. And so he's in a three-way battle still for that free safety spot with Josh Proctor and Jihad Carter. I, I thought it was interesting that Knowles was very truthful. Like, yes, it is a concern that you don't know who the guy is right now at free safety. Anytime. The coaches can say whatever they want. Anytime you don't have an established starter at one spot, you know there is going to be cons- some concern. But they like all the options they have. Yeah, they have. You know, you have a guy who is a veteran but hasn't played at Ohio State in a meaningful snap yet, and that's Jihad Carter. You've got Josh Proctor, who's been around for this is his sixth year, right? Mm-hmm. Seventh year, sixth, sixth year, sixth. And then you've got the true freshman. So it's three very different guys and very different points in their careers. You know, I'm sure they would really love to have that sorted out. You've got you're going up against a true freshman, or sorry, a redshirt freshman quarterback. We don't know which Indiana quarterback <laughs> it is. It's going to be, but it's going to be one of the true redshirt freshmen for Indiana. So, you know, this is probably not the week that that catches up with you if it ends up being an issue. But I'm sure after watching Sam Hartman last weekend, I'm sure they would like to know who the adjuster is going to be because that that's kind of that apex of that defense and. That's a, that, you know, as, as a safety-driven defense, as we've heard once or twice, that is a position where, boy, it feels like that might now uh, replace offensive line and quarterback as the biggest, like, the biggest question mark on this team. Yeah. And, I, you know, I think I've said that for a week or so now. Mm-hmm. Kevin? Super chat. Omar Austin, I think you guys should always wear matching shirts. Hashtag twinning and winning. Yes, uh, Tony and I are both wearing gray shirts today. We planned this. Um, it's it's uh, our wives planned it. I don't pick my clothes. I uh, I noticed on uh, I, we got our credentials today, and I just had taken a you know they have a picture of you on there, and I noticed I'm wearing a blue shirt on there. So I can't wait until people look very closely at the credential and complain about that all season. It's gonna be great. I will remind them. 
Got to, got to have something for people to comment. Nice on. blue credential, Tom. Uh, all right, we have another. Uh, we have another super chat. Another one from Brian Legere. Day fumbles a quarterback battle when Jim nailed it. Oh my. Jim, who? Jim. Well, I'll, I'll oh, tell Jim you this, Harbaugh? Jim Harbaugh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be very easy to nail a quarterback competition when one of the quarterbacks is Cade McNamara and the other is JJ McCarthy. Yeah, that that one last year. We they, called that one. Yeah, last year, as soon as they said, "Here's what we're going to do," Tony and I, and, and the plan last year was, "Oh, JJ McCarthy is going to start one game and Cade McNamara is going to start the other one," and. Uh, Tony and I both said, well, here's what's going to happen. Uh, Ked McNamara has the tougher of the two games, so J.J. McCarthy is going to look better, which, of course, they want to start J.J. Yeah. McCarthy. So, Why couldn't Jim Harbaugh just be a man about it Yeah, and start the the guy he wanted? Yeah, that's uh, well, I mean, eventually he did. Super chat, Omar Austin, where does Martinez end up in the shuffle? Transfer? Cam Martinez, where does he end up in the shuffle? And, you know, I mean, he's been at nickel. We've seen him there. Sounds like that's sunny style spot, and if it's not sunny style spot, it sounds like maybe that's Jordan Hancock's spot. So, you know, they, they're, there's going to be a little bit of a rotation mm-hmm. there. I think Hancock's going to probably start on the outside, yeah. and, and then, but you might see him in the nickel in certain situations, and you know, maybe that's a uh, third and third and fifteen, and he's the nickel, and then. You know, Knowles talked about, you know, hey, you put a dime package out there and then, they, you know, and maybe Sonny Styles is playing closer to the line of scrimmage yeah. in that situation. It just it feels like they have with the number of cornerbacks they have and everyone being healthy so far and the number of safeties they have it and, and the ability that you have. And, you know, they've called Sonny Styles a Swiss Army knife and a secret weapon and all that kind of stuff. The thing famously about Swiss Army knives, Tony, is you lose a toothpick. But the other thing that's famous about Swiss Army Knives is you can do a bunch of stuff with them. And so having a Sonny Styles out there, it feels like he's probably staying out there, but he's maybe being asked to do different things in different situations. Yeah, and just in terms of the, the number of safeties that they have and the depth they have, I'm, I'm old enough to remember Ohio State playing in a national championship game when they, they made it with Marcus Hooker being their starting safety. So the, the How, level, How'd that go? Well, that game did not go well. Um, but yeah, when uh, so I asked Day or asked Knowles when you when Jordan Hancock moves to nickel, where does Sonny go? And he's like, well, you know, we can make him a deep safety, we can make him a linebacker. So I think that's going to be some of the fun of this defense. And I do expect you know, third and long, you, you move mm-hmm. Hancock inside, but they will also rotate those corners. So Davis and Igbenosen, they'll all be playing outside. I think it'll be a little little bit reminiscent of what Kerry Combs used to do mm-hmm. with the with three corners, but then they'll do some different things with nickel and. You know, to uh, not necessarily protect Sonny Styles on passing downs, but to put him in other areas of use. Yep. Uh, one other interesting note from Jim Knowles. He was asked about Matt Guerrieri, who <laughs> was on his staff at Duke and then was also on staff here with him last year. He is now Indiana's defensive coordinator. And, you know, Knowles was asked about, you know, boy, so it seems like uh, it was just this was just reporters asking questions to make coaches nervous was kind of the theme of the day. And he was, you know, asked, like, you know, so did seems like he would know a lot about your defense and, you know, know, you know, a lot about your offense now. And so that's kind of an interesting storyline to watch. Um, but, you know, he was also asked about Kyle McCord. Mm. And I, what was so funny to me was he, he, you know, the reporter asked him, who was Bill Rabinowitz of the dispatch, asked him, you know, so now with Kyle being named the starter, like, what have you seen out of him in fall camp? And Knowles turns to Jerry Emig, the SID, and goes, uh, you know, he, he's not tricking me. He's just, you know, they've really, because he didn't know that Ryan Day had gone in and announced it. So it just, 
to me, it felt like Ryan Day coming out and cracking a joke right at the, at the top. Yeah. Jim Knowles cracking a joke. I mean, they know there's a job to do, and they know they've talked about winning game one being a goal this year, so they know that's important to get on the right foot and win a Big Ten game to start the season. But it just it felt a lot looser than sometimes these game week press conferences can feel. And, you know, I don't want to read too much into that, but it feel, you know, did you get the sense that, you know, maybe there's just, I don't know, a little bit of a sense of relief. That, okay. Now you have an answer on the quarterback. Now you, okay. You feel pretty good about the offensive line. You, you kind of get the sense maybe they're feeling pretty okay about things right now. Yeah. I think right now, Jim Knowles is probably more worried about, the free safety situation. So, mm-hmm. you know, but he, he, I think he said Kyle McCord just gives everybody confidence. Mm-hmm. He, everybody feels good about him. Everybody likes him. He makes, he, he makes, doesn't make mistakes. He's cool, calm, collected was the phrase he kept using uh, and just makes everybody feel confident. All of the coaches have confidence in him. So I think they're kind of reassured by the decision and, and now you just move on. Now, like you said, it's settled. They like both guys. But now they have a plan, and now, now I can just get back to worrying about the defense. All right, so we got a super chat, Kevin. Homer Austin, gun to head, better pumpkin spice flavor, Starbucks or Dunkin'? I don't drink any coffee, and I would never drink any kind of pumpkin spice. It's not even a real thing. It's not even a real food. It's just a. I think it doesn't come a, from pumpkins. Yeah, I think it's a nutmeg kind yeah, of like, thing. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I guess I I have probably had a pumpkin spice coffee at some point in my life, but I couldn't tell you that I've had it from either of those places. I, so. was, at, I was at Kroger the other day, and I saw that there's a pumpkin spice Cheerios now, and I'm – we can't – we got we to gotta end the show. <laughs> Don't get us demonetized. Kevin, uh, do we have any uh, questions we want to get through? Yes, we do. Uh, Billy Tuesday, and somehow Devin Brown has morphed into Lamar Jackson for some of the for some fans. Yeah, so let's see. Um, yeah, I I think that there is always the sense there's always the sense that the backup, the un, you know the unknown. Yeah. You can you can dream on the unknown. Hey, listen. We all saw Kyle McCord throw multiple incompletions against Akron two years ago. So therefore he can't be any good. Have you ever seen Devin Brown throw multiple incompletions? I've not. Oh, hmm. well, how about that? Yeah. Um, and I think th- there has been enough of a split throughout the course of the, uh, why am I waving on camera? Um, there's been enough of a split. And enough different opinions mm. through the course of fall camp that I think, depending on who you talk to, you might get different answers. Now, I think we live in a time where uh, strong, definitive opinions rule the day. And if I talk to someone who says this guy is the better option, well, then this guy's the better option. And uh, it must be a big conspiracy if he's not the one yeah. who's starting. And so, you know, you could also talk to people who had the op- opposite opinion. There were, in fact, people in the building who had the opposite opinion, and those are the people who made the decision. So, uh, you know, I, I think I don't I don't really buy into the idea that uh, this was all like, well, we're going to we're going to, uh, you know, just sort of appease everyone and make this decision. You're starting your best quarterback. Yeah. And and the guy who they feel the best is the best quarterback right now is Kyle McCord. And. We'll see. We also have heard lots of times, hey, 
practice is not games, scrimmage is not games. If someone that, you know, I don't know that everyone's a hundred percent confident that this is absolutely the best guy. It's possible that, you know, the lights come on and it just doesn't translate or that Devin Brown comes out and boy, he is a game day player. And there are guys who are like that, but yeah, I, I've seen a lot of, you know, I can't believe Ryan Day caved into yada, yada, yada. And like, mm, I don't think that's probably what actually happened. You know, I mean, you've charted everything. You've seen everything. You've spoken about guys. I mean, both guys agreed that Kyle McCord, both quarterbacks agreed, agreed that Kyle McCord won the job. Uh, coaches are fine with it. Like, um, you'll see on the field. And if things change on the field, then go with the next guy. But I, I think, I think it's, I don't think you need to tie yourself to one guy before you actually see them mm. on the field. Uh, and, and, and if and if you're already against somebody, then you were never – this was never about the quarterbacks or whatever. It's just like you're trying to be right about something when there's no need. You can just watch and find out. An online proxy fight for uh, – yeah – for people uh, only listening to one side of the debate. And well, I- I'm just glad, Tony, this isn't a broader metaphor for anything in society today. All right, so uh, we are going to wrap it up right now. Uh, thank you guys all for joining us. We appreciate it. We will be back on uh, Wednesday night. We'll have uh, interviews with Ohio State players. I don't think we've gotten a list of names yet on on that. but Just uh, some suggestions of yeah. who we might get. Kyle yeah. McCord would not be one of those. Okay, so we'll be talking to some of the Buckeyes, probably not Kyle McCord, on Wednesday night. Probably be back with some kind of a uh, live show or tape show after that. Uh, and then uh, Thursday, boy, we are heading into, uh, heading into the uh, heart of game week. Thursday, we'll be talking to Ryan Day for kind of a wrap-up, a 10-minute lightning round where we just kind of get a little uh, touch base with him towards the end of the week. And then we are headed off to Bloomington and uh, covering the first Buckeye game of the year. Can't wait. It is really, uh, really looking forward to that. And, uh, you know, get to after all of the talking and all of the speculation, mm-hmm. we get to see it all on the field. And you do, too. And you can also see it at BuckeyeHuddle.com. We have a uh, fantastic team of insiders. I mentioned a couple times, hey, Alex Kleitman's been uh, pretty dead on with some stuff during fall camp. That's interesting. Uh, Mark Givler and as Alex uh, covering recruiting. Lots of news on that front as well. Kevin and I covering the team, our team of X's nose gurus, keeping you uh, keeping you informed and making you a smarter football fan, all at BuckeyeHuddle.com. That will do it for today. Thank you guys all for joining us. Have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.